and the Hartsville Red Foxes have done it again. 65 to 62 winners in overtime over Eastside. Hartsville is the boys 3A state basketball champion for a second straight year. Unbelievable, man. I tell you, um, we dream of this and it finally came true, so um, I, I just thank God, man. You know, it feels great, man. Uh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be with these guys and the team, the coach, Sam, and everybody at Hartsville. Heart, heart, heart. Welcome back one more time to the Hartsville Hoops radio show podcast coming at you straight from the den here in Hartsville. Back once again with your host, Trey Hannibal, AJ Cuffey, and Nathan Barr. Um, we're blessed to have a guest with us um, for what we're going to be doing each week. Um, we're going to be bringing you uh, former players uh, from Hartsville or former players of mine. And those who don't know, this is Coach English, head, car, head coach at Hartsville High School. And uh, we are, we have one of my former players from Denmark Ola High School. Uh, and he now is a starting forward at, uh, starting junior forward at South Carolina State University. We're going to have a brief interview with him. So how's it going, Ozante? It's going pretty good, man. It's going pretty good. You, you sound like you're chilling, man. You just got out of class or something? I just came from the training room getting treatment on my body. <laughs> That's, is, that, is that a big thing that you need to do in college? Oh, yeah. That's a major thing. You got to take care of your body, man. Your body needs money. If you can't go, then you're really good for nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start this off with this and, and a lot of students, some things student athletes don't know. I'm asking a couple, maybe one question, and then I'm going to let the boys uh, go ahead and ask you a question because this is really their show. You know, they are Hartsville Hoops. So uh, the question I got for you is, what didn't you know in high school that you know, that you needed to know that you found out about? Um, I didn't know the amount of time that I needed to put into this game. Because if you don't truly love this game, time will tell on you whether you do love it or not. Because it's going it's going to be so many sacrifices you have to make, whether it's being away from your family or on holidays or just being able to want to do something that you just can't do because you got a job in front of you that got to get done regardless. So I'll probably have to say the time and sacrifices put into it. Now, my last question, and I'm going to throw it to the boys. Like, was there anything I told you was going to happen? And you was like, nah, coach, man, it ain't going to be like that. And it was like that? Yeah, everything was kind of like that. When you told me about the early, the early morning practice before class, I was like, man, ain't nobody be doing that in college. My coach, you just talking. And lo and behold, got to be on the court at 5 o'clock in the morning, dressed and take ready to go. And that's dressed in tape ready I to go. To so everything you told me, it was, it was true. So that's dressed in tape. So that means you really got to be there about 4.30 because you got to get yeah. dressed, got to get tape, and be ready to go at 5. Yeah, 4.40. You got to be there at 4.45 at least. Man. So, it, so Coach E was right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So, right. so for all my players in here and out there, the Coach E was right. So anyway, I'm going to move on. Trey, uh, you have any oh, questions? Yeah. 
<laughs> Trey, you have any questions for Ozante? Uh, Ozante, uh, what was the biggest thing that you had to work on, like transitioning from high school to college, like body wise and like like conditioning, like everything? Like, how was the transition? Um, the transition for me, I had to uh, I had to, for the position I play on the D one level, I had to get like more weight on me because I wasn't. I ain't like being tossed around. We played those those big big D ones, so I had to like change the way I was eating. You know, I had to lift. I was lifting four times a week. I went to lifting five every day I could, twice a day, until I like got the frame I wanted to get. And conditioning wise, man, you just gotta. You would do enough conditioning in practice, but you go. If you want to be great, just go. Just go get them times when you got to go outside of practice on your own and go to the track, get you a mile or two in, just so you can separate yourself from the next guy. Facts, facts. And Nate, what you got? All right, Asante. Um, so like when you had like schoolwork after school, and you had practice after school, like how did you manage the time and do practice and have enough rest to for the next day do the same thing over again? Well, all right, so we practice in the morning, and usually with me, like now my schedule is I would practice from like 5 to 8. Around 8.30, I'll go to the cab, get something to eat. And my first class usually isn't until I can lift, and I'm done by 3, but we got study hall, of course. So we'll be in study hall from 3 to 5. So I try to get the majority of my work done then, and whatever I don't finish in study hall, you know, I'll bring back to the room to do that night. But somewhere between that time, I got to fit in, going to the training room, getting get my body back right so I'll be able to go the next morning and practice. So it's all about, you know, how you manage your time. You really, you really got to plan your whole day out before, you know, before it get going. Yeah, yeah so now we're going uh, to throw it to AJ. AJ, um, uh, what question do you have for Ozante while we got him on the line? Uh, what's the meal plan like in college, and what's the most important thing? For a freshman coming in? Um, the most important thing for a freshman coming in, you gotta uh you gotta stay focused because you knew you go you can there's some things, you know, you might not be used to seeing. Um you ain't at home anymore, so you can do whatever you want, you ain't got mommy and daddy telling you, you know, don't do this or don't do that. You gotta uh you got to keep your eyes on the goal at hand for whatever you're there for. If you're there for ball, you know, for basketball and schoolwork, you can't let your, your social life override, you know, your, your job, your business. So uh, what about nutrition, Ozante? I'm pretty sure they got you on a, they got you guys on a meal plan of some sort. How's, how, how's that? Oh, yeah. Uh, we we got to eat at least three times a day. That's the minimum. And, uh, Usually before we work out in the weight room, we drink uh, our pre-workout shake. And then after we uh, after we finish lifting and running, you go get your post-workout shake, your muscle milk, your your Nutri-Grain bars. And it's a lot, you know. Nutrition is definitely like one of the major major keys to you know getting yourself going because whatever you put in your, your body, it's, it's gonna come up. You know. Nate, you got some? No. 
right, now nah, you grab you grab the mic like yo, I, I got a question. Now I got a question for you, Zante. Um, you were uh, South Carolina one A player of the year, um, mm-hmm. all state. Um, you had a lot of accolades coming out of high school. I mean, you were an honor student. Um, uh, I remember you had uh, zero offers. And this is for and this is for those kids that got get late late offers. Ozante uh, got his got South Carolina State offer the last week of our season. Um, uh, he he had about and he he ended up with he had zero offers with two weeks to go, and he actually was like, "Man, coach, I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go play football." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Man, just I was like, man, just give it some time, just give it some time." And next thing you know. Uh, his stats uh, from his senior year was he was averaging what it was Zante uh, thirty and twenty. He was yeah. averaging thirty and twenty his senior year, and uh, we put it on Max Prep. We made sure we kept up with his stats, and so we got some phone calls. I was getting my phone. Hey, coach, these stats right? I said, yeah, they legit. So people started coming. That last two weeks, people came to the gym and they were like, "Yo, we want him." And so like he was getting offered. He was getting offers right after the game. Like they'd be like, "Coach, can we talk to him?" Yeah. And he come out in the hallway, and one by one, they would just be lined up to offer him. And he ended up with, like, five offers in, like, that first week, in, like, that, that second to last week. And then it was that last week, he ended up with three offers, and then the last offer he got was South Carolina State. So, like, what advice do you have for kids that just don't – they don't have the offers yet, and they really don't see it happening? Because, like, to be honest, uh, AC, coaching you, like, you never gave up. So what, yeah. what is it, what, what would you tell those kids that don't have offers yet? Um, you got to trust the process. Every day, every day ain't going to be sunshine, you know what I'm saying? You got to go through the, you got to go through the struggle so you can see the, see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like every day, you just got to be consistent in what you're doing, you know, have faith, you know, stay in the gym, stay working. And you just got to, you just got to trust the process. Got to trust the process. And and one more thing, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the uh, the listening audience a funny story. Uh, so I think it was uh, Ozante. What was it? Your junior year going into your senior year? Uh, it was Fourth of July. And, uh, oh God! <laughs> 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 it, it was Fourth of July, and no, and and this is a real story, and it just shows you like we can make mistakes, we can come back from them or whatever. And definitely one of the main things was don't do nothing around Coach E. Um, that's one of the major lessons, but, um, uh, I, I went and I'm very team oriented. You know, there's one thing my players know about me and those who don't know, um, I love my players and we worked the fireworks stand and I came back to, I had a bunch of leftover fireworks and I came to go hang out with them to shoot some fireworks. I pull up and I guess Osante had just took a nice little tote of something good. He tried Mm -hmm. to hold it. He tried to hold it in his mouth and he just like a little bit of smoke. And he tried to turn his back and it came out. So I was disappointed because, you know, I didn't think that, you know, you did that. So I went home, thought about it, and then I called his mama and told her. (laughs) 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 So the next day he was at a program at the high school. His grandma came, took his car, took his car keys. (laughs) Oh, Zante and the entire team cursed my name. They was on Snapchat. Saying they was gonna get me, and <laughs> Ozante was about to go to he was gonna transfer to Bamberg, <laughs> and uh, hey, I'm out of here, and all this and that, and and uh, he came back, and it, it was just hilarious to see like that, you know, 
and, and I think a lot of people don't understand. Like as a team, you're gonna fight. You're gonna fight with your coach. You're gonna have you know you're gonna have ins and outs with your teammates. Um, but yeah. at the end of the day, you know he returned, and we ended up going 22 and five. And I mean, the first time Denmark had ever been ranked number one in the state, and people feared us, you know. And and Ozante ended up getting a scholarship. Who knows what would have happened had he left? But he stuck with it and believed in me and believed in his team. But it, it was a funny little time, man. I I I couldn't tell you how many times I, my phone rang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, it was it, it's funny now. It wasn't funny to yeah. you then, though. Like you was mad. Yeah, you was no, big man. <laughs> But um, we're going to go ahead and let you go. We know you got a a, a, um, a busy schedule, um, and then we're going to continue on with the show. But uh, w- one more question for you, man. Um, uh, you know, what advice do you have to uh, for the younger generation of ball players coming up there and uh, younger student athletes just of any sport? If there was one thing that you wish someone would have told you in high school, what would that one thing be? Um. Be be humble more than anything, because just as quick as God gave it all to you, He can take it away. You know, like don't ever, don't ever just thank you at the top, because just just as long as it took you to get to the top, you could be at the bottom overnight. You know, and your grades. Make sure you just build a foundation from the jump with your grades, because that play a huge part. Like, I've seen kids, players come in here that can go for 30 every night, but it's just, they couldn't qualify. They're great. They're great. You know? So, that that's definitely what I tell the younger generation. And do something. Do something that you can separate. Like, there's thousands of players, hundreds of thousands of players out there. You got to do something that'll make somebody, you got to do something that'll make you stand out from the next man. Everybody out here trying to eat, you know, it's a dog eat dog world. Facts. Well, you you got these boys in here nodding their head talking about facts. Um, yeah. <laughs> man, we appreciate your time, man. Uh, good luck on the season. Um, and uh, you know, I love you, boy. I will holler at you later. I'm probably see you this weekend, though. Alright. Alright, bro. All right. All right, that was Ozante Fields, junior forward, um, at South Carolina State. Um. Had a monster game last year against Syracuse. Um, like I said, he was an honor student in high school, and uh, he worked his butt, worked his butt off. He was a six-six forward, and uh, you know he worked his butt off. He came from uh, maybe two points and five rebounds a game to thirty and twenty by his senior year, as well as he kept up a three point seven, three point eight GPA and an honor student. So um, he he actually was in a program that if he graduated and did not. Um, and did not choose basketball, he would have went to Clemson on a full academic scholarship. So um, he did everything he was supposed to do in in the classroom and on the floor. So um, I wanted that to be our first interview. Um, and we got a lot of guys from Hartsville that have that same story to tell. And hopefully, ne- and not hopefully, but next week we'll have one of those guys on. Um, right now, we're going to go ahead and get into our topics um, for today. Um, our first topic uh, for the students that uh, the players are going to handle is the importance of academics. You know, um, what what does academics play? What position does academics play? Or, or, or what's the importance of academics to you, Nate? Uh, to me, academics is a major part. And, like, if you want to go play college ball or even play in high school, like, 
you gotta make it to college and main way you make it to college is academics and a lot of people have good talent or whatever and they just can't they can't go to college because their grades or whatever so like to me academics is like the most important part what about you aj uh academics is a key part again where you want to be like if you don't have the grades you can't get into good college and a lot of athletes struggle nowadays because like they don't have the grades but they're good on the court uh on the field or something like that uh, academics uh, is the main part. I mean, you're a student athlete, you're a student first. So, I mean, with academics, there's no college, so that just tells all you need to know right there. So, student first. Well, Trey, you, you, you banged out a 28 on your first goal on the ACT. How big of a role do you think that played in South Carolina offering you so quickly? Uh, everything, because uh, top of my future teammate that's there, Keyshawn, uh, he was just like, uh, to be honest, that they look at ACT scores more than they do GPA sometimes. So, I mean, that backing my GPA up, I mean, that's big time for me. Uh, it's a blessing. So, I mean, that just helped me out a lot. Nate, you're a really good student. Um, I had the, I had the pleasure of uh, teaching you last year. You worked very hard. You work just as hard on the court as you do in the classroom. Like, So, what is it that makes you work like that hard at the classroom, because that is something that's, you know, I think classrooms, uh, in the classroom to be a good student, that's something that you really got to work. You got to work harder at being a good student than you do at being a good athlete. So what is it that makes you go so hard in the classroom? So when I just, I be sitting in class and I, I just want to like go to sleep sometimes, but <laughs> I just look at it like if I want to play ball or go to a good college, I got to do good in school. And then that's what really makes me focus more on things. And I know, like, starting off, we kind of, now we, this year, we starting off pretty good. We're getting to the school more, and I've been sitting back a little bit, but now I got to, like, really focus, because, like, I know junior year is, the main, like, the main important year, and I'll be taking AC, ACT in spring, so I got to get myself together and get on the right track. Uh, AJ, um, you started off high school kind of slow, and you've picked it up late. What, what, what? made that change what made that change happen for you oh and i noticed that i started getting better and i feel like i could play at the college level i started like taking my grades serious and just working hard like studying more and staying out to school and like for extra work so i can get my grades up higher because my gpa was low but i'm getting it up like now since i've been working hard in the classroom um trey what is what is it that you would say uh to a student athlete that is Especially, like, you know, on campus, a lot of times you see a lot of freshmen playing around in the classroom or uh, not exactly taking the academics extremely um, serious. What made you take it serious from the jump? Like, what is it that made you walk on campus and say, yo, I got to get it so that these, so that they can get it? Uh, my uncle, I'll start off like this. My uncle told me in my ninth grade year that my ninth grade, my ninth grade year and my 11th grade year were going to be my important years. And my ninth grade year, I took it lightly, and I took it as a joke time to time. I didn't take it serious as I should. And my ninth grade year was my important year because that's really why my GPA was low at the beginning, but now it's back up. I wanted to be in. That taught me a lot. Like, I wanted to go to college on a free scholarship, so I had to earn it somehow, some way. And I knew sports wasn't going to be the only reason why I would get it. So, I mean, I had to be a student first because, I mean, 
if you're a student athlete, you got to get your grades in order to go to college. So my advice to anybody else would just be to take it serious. I mean, just don't take things for granted because you never know when you can lose something and you never know what can happen. So. Yeah, that that's uh that's a, a a very major point, man. You don't know uh, when when uh, when the basketball can stop bouncing, and you always want to make sure that you're in a position uh, to move on forward. Um, so the next one, next thing that we're going to talk about here is uh, time management. Um, now, y'all know during the season, coach gets crazy. Uh, <laughs> We have six o'clock in the morning practice, and 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 since we we got weight room and study hall, and as then we got practice and games, and so it's real tough to to stay on top of your academics. So time management is important. Um, hey, uh, let's start with you, Trey. What are your thoughts on on time management? How you know about balancing your academics and your athletics? Uh, you got to get them two hours in, regardless. Uh. Because the academics, you get behind, it's hard to catch back up. And being an athlete, you got to take the time out, like, to work on your craft outside of practice and when you're with your coach. And uh, especially if you're trying to be the best at what you do, like, you got to work hard at it 24-7. Like, it's got to be a daily routine. So, I mean, uh, time management, that that plays a huge role because you got to get your academics in as well. So, Well, how do you how do you manage your time? Like, how, what, is, what, is it, what is a day – portray it like during the regular season that you know and say coach says hey we got 6 a.m practice um what what would be which y'all know is coming soon but <laughs> <laughs> what is what is a, what is a day for Trey if we got six o'clock when we when we have six o'clock practice uh it's simple uh it's either uh i have really dismissal so but on the past couple of years uh game day uh i mean well six o'clock practice has been uh do my homework uh, as soon as i get home or do it in class while i can but if not, knowing me, I probably do it that next morning in advisory or my first period and get it out of the way, uh, especially with a six o'clock a six o'clock practice because you need all the rest you can get. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Uh, AJ, what are your thoughts on uh, time management? How do you balance uh, your academics and athletics? Oh, it's hard. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna flip. Uh, I just like try to go ahead and do my homework like early, so I get a little bit of rest so I can wake up and go hard in the morning. On every workout we do, but I just like study. Like I study a lot sometimes, but sometimes I be trying to get my rest so I can be ready <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> well, very rarely do I have a student that. Uh, and this next question is gonna be for Nate. Very rarely do I have a student who never misses an assignment. I'm talking about never missed an assignment. And Nate turned in every assignment. Nate, Nate, and Justin Abraham. Turned in every single – shouts out to Justin Abraham. Had a monster game the other night. Shouts out to the uh, Red Fox uh, Red Fox football team, man. Congratulations on the win, uh, the first region win over uh, in, uh, this season and taking out Marlboro County. And good luck this week at the homecoming game. But, you know, so shouts out to Justin and uh, Big Cuddy. And, uh, uh, you know, Nate, you, you didn't – you never missed a an assignment and uh, – but you come into practice and you will go as hard as crap. So I, I know you had to leave practice tired. Like, how was it for you? Um, and how is it for you? Like, how do you manage that time? Plus, like, he's fat. He's fat. <laughs> he, 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 eats, he eats too much? <laughs> too much. He's, he's, he's fat. <laughs> 
Now, I will say this, Nate. When we was working at the fireworks stand, Nate go to Walmart every 10 seconds and come back with a big bag of uh, gummy bears <laughs> and, 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 and everything else and be tan all that stuff. I can see it. But go ahead, Nate. Go ahead. Balancing these two is really hard, especially when you got a lot of work because you were like, right after school, you got workouts and then Really, the main time you get time like to do your work is if you have free time in class or right after practice. And like I know sometimes I used to like my freshman year, it was probably the hardest it's been ever. Like I would probably stay at like one o'clock, twelve o'clock doing work that I gotta do because I couldn't do it like in study hall or I couldn't do it. I didn't have free time because freshman year, you know, you start off real busy and whatever. And having basketball really made a big difference. And I'd be up doing projects one o'clock, two o'clock. And I still do it sometimes, but it's not as bad, I guess, since you move up the grades. But, yeah, I'm probably going to get back into that this year. So, I'm looking forward. <laughs> You're not looking forward to it? Not really. Oh, well. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, we know it's coming. We know it's coming. Um, the One of the, the big issues, um, I think, uh, for all students to understand is that you have to be able to have that balance between I got to put my time in in the classroom and I got to put my time in on the court or on the field or, you know, on the, on the, on the cheerleading mat or whatever it is you do, you got to be the best at it. So, and anybody could pick up on this next one. What makes, how do you motivate yourself? How do you motivate yourself academically? Because it's easy to motivate yourself. It's easy to motivate yourself athletically. You know, because everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to shine. Everybody wants to do what they like to do. If you if you play a sport, nine times out of ten, it's something that you love to do. So, and we just heard Ozante say it earlier on in the podcast. He said, you know, the one thing you got to know is you got to love this game to, to really play it at the next level. So, the question is, you know, how do you motivate yourself academically? Like, I think that's the one thing that a lot of kids don't know how to do. So, what is it? Oh, students. A lot of students don't know how to do. So, anybody, how do you motivate yourself academically? Uh, I just, I just think about my mama to be honest, cause like she want me to go to college, like, cause my brother, and my sister didn't go, and she just want me to like get out of Hartsville, cause it's a lot of bad things down here. So I just like work hard in the classroom so I can get out of Hartsville and get somewhere where I want to be. Shouts out to mama. <laughs> Tange. Tange. <laughs> <laughs> Who else want to tackle that? I got it. So, uh, so every time, once and then, I'll get a bad grade. Like the other day, I failed my psychology test, and I was I was bummed. But at the same time, I was like, that was on me. I got to do better. So I really just look at it like, if you want to go to a good college or get good grades, that's what it is. You just gotta have the good grades and. I think that's the main thing, and then I just be like thinking about things that just be on my mind. Like sometimes I do be thinking about my parents, and that just makes me motivate myself better. Uh, to be honest, you just gotta think the same way you would think on the court. Like the same way you like to chase down a block or like uh, get a bucket or something like that. You got to do the same thing with your grades. Like you got to take it serious. So I mean. Just don't take it for granted. You gotta do do your role on and off the court. Student athlete. All right, all right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and start to wrap the show up. But um, want to give a couple of shout outs. We're gonna go around and, and let you give an opportunity to give some shout outs. 
Uh, Trey, we'll start with you, and then we just go around the table. Uh, as always, uh, I thank God for everything, for my teammates, family, everything, because uh, we're blessed. You know, we just got to stay humble. And, and for Coach. Yeah, for <laughs> basically my team, man. Come on, family, come on. Of course, my coach can't forget my coach, but <laughs> coach is the crowd, man. But y'all already know how that go, man. That's my guy. But uh, yeah, uh, all of us just blessed though. We're gonna have a great season, uh, you know. Just a lot, we got a lot more work to do. And uh, shouts out to coach for sticking with us, you know, throughout the way. Assistant coaches as well, and uh, it's gonna be a fun season. So appreciate y'all. AJ, shout out. Uh, I'm going to shout out my boys, DQ, Karan, and JT. Facts. For going to college and working hard and about to get bucket this year. Facts. Uh, shout out to my parents for helping me and everything. And <laughs> shout out to coaches and shout out to teammates. And about AJ getting his dump last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to give uh, well, that. Uh, you guys did a great job once again, and uh, I want to give a shout out to um, everybody in the district office for uh, for approving the show. Um, they approved the show for us to put it out, so got to give a shout out there um, to Audrey Childress and uh, appreciate it, appreciate it, uh, Chris and Christopher down there, uh, and definite shout out to um, Mr. Lewis, who's been a big supporter of the show, and uh, Miss Zemp. Uh, Mr. Scaris gave us uh, uh, some good feedback. Ms. Gedrus gave us some good feedback. Of course, Mr. Nelson for his input because um, he does a great job with RFTV um, and, and, and keeping up the school YouTube site. So want to make sure we give those shouts out. And then, of course, to my man, Lenard. <laughs> he always, Lenard always come through. He's too smooth. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Sanders as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby, man, Jay. Man. baby Jay. Baby <laughs> Jay. You stupid. Trip and trip. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, trip and trip. <laughs> My man, trip and trip. Um, who's out there. And if you have not gotten one, this show will be out in time. If you have not gotten one, go out and check out those uh, homecoming tees. Those joints are hot. You need to go ahead and get you one before the game. Um, as always, uh, we want to thank God for the position that we're in. Thank God for the breath that we have. And we out of here. Peace. Shh. You hear that? Listen closer. That, my friend, is the deafening sound of focus. It drowns out all the useless noise that can clutter the moment. Naysayers don't exist. Haters? Smaters? The peanut gallery? Who's that? When you're in your zone... All that noise and all that buzz is just elevator music. So, enjoy your journey, focus on your goal, and bask in the quiet roar that is progress. Because when it's your time to shoot that shot, spit that verse, or close that deal, the only voice that matters is yours. And fire life. <laughs>